Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. It was the summer of 1999, and Rick and I had only been dating for, I don't know, a month or so. He picked me up from work, and then we stopped by my apartment before heading out to dinner so that I could change. When we got to my apartment, I noticed that my answering machine, yes, it was that long ago, my answering machine was flashing that I had a message. I hit the play button, and I stood, and I listened to the message. It was from my mom, and it was a pretty normal, usual message from her. As the message concluded, I heard Rick gasp, and I turned to look at him. His mouth was literally hanging open, and he looked as though he had just been slapped. He quietly said, that's your mom? I said, yeah, why? And he said, that's how she talks to you? I've never heard anything so hateful before. Now, I knew that my mom's messages were often very angry but I hadn't really thought too much about it. It had just become the norm. The next day, I was talking with some of my friends at work about it, and one of them said, have you ever noticed that when you show us the emails that she sends you, that we often cry? Again, I knew the emails were angry and often hateful or ridiculing me, but again, it was the norm. Over the next several months, I started paying attention to the interactions calls from mom, her voicemails, emails, her letters, and when I'd go to visit. More specifically, I started paying attention to how I felt about myself after them. And that was less than and diminished. Almost every one of the interactions were like a pit of muck that I had to crawl out of and clean myself off afterwards. And it it took work to feel better about myself after each one. One day, I had the realization that I couldn't truly respect myself or love myself when I allowed someone else to treat me with disrespect and scorn. It became obvious that I had to make a stand. I had to find a way to set some boundaries. I tried, I tried for months. I tried everything I knew. And finally, I had the conversation with her. And it is still the hardest conversation that I've ever had in my entire life. She was my mom, and I loved her with all of my heart. And I think I've said this on other episodes, but when she was good, like when when she was in a good mood, she was amazing. And I shouldn't say good mood. When she was in a healthy state, she was amazing. Unfortunately, sometimes because of her, her illness, that wasn't always the case. And, but I told her, I said, you know, I told her that I loved her and I wanted to have a relationship with her. And we had to find a way to make it work for both of us. I couldn't be the recipient of all the anger that she felt at the world. Her response, unfortunately, was that I was no longer her daughter. Every year, twice a year, I would reach out to her and tell her that I loved her and I would love to have a relationship with her. Usually I was met with silence. 
Twice, I did get a response. Once was right before Christmas. She sent me a card that said, and I quote, Merry Christmas, go to hell. Another time, right after I got sick in 2003, I got an unsolicited card from her that said, I heard that you're sick. I hope you die. My sincerest hope is that no one who is listening will ever have to face this sort of situation. But the truth is that most of us will need to set boundaries with people around us. Sometimes these are easy conversations. Sometimes they are gut-wrenching because there's so much on the line. So with so much on the line, why do we even set a boundary? And it comes down to this. We have to take care of ourselves. Healthy boundary setting is a form of self-care. And I would even take that a step further to say that healthy boundary setting is a form of self-love. No matter how much we want to give to others and do for others, and that we do give to others, if we don't take care of ourselves, we will burn out. In the article, How to Set Healthy Boundaries and Build Positive Relationships by Joe Nash, PhD, Nash writes that when we don't maintain healthy emotional boundaries with others, we may feel resentful, guilty, and drained. Another reason to set boundaries is that it is a way to manage our resources, our time, and our energy. Put another way, when we don't have healthy boundaries, we can find ourselves stuck and we can't move forward. So here are four tips for setting a boundary. Number one, and this one might be the hardest, stay calm. Don't build this up into a conflict in your mind before the conversation. To help with this, my favorite strategy is to assume positive intent on the part of the other person. Number two, know your goal in setting the boundary. What do you need or what do you want from this? Don't expect the other person to figure that out. You need to know that for yourself. Number three, clearly and calmly express what you need or what you want. Don't finger point and don't blame or dwell on what you don't want. Focus on what you do want. And finally, number four, don't over-explain yourself or justify your request. Remember, not only is it okay to ask for what you need, it is beneficial to ask for what you need. Boundary setting can help us ask for what we need before the relationship becomes strained or the situation becomes intolerable. That's a huge benefit of setting a boundary. Now, with the notable exception of my mom, I've had good success with boundary setting. However, that doesn't mean that it always goes the way that I want it to go. But even that is not necessarily bad. If a boundary is being crossed and the other person doesn't respect that even after we discuss it, then that's merely a data point for me. As Nash also wrote in the article, if they push back against your boundaries or continue to violate them, then this shows your relationship may be off balance, problematic, or even toxic. If so, then restate your boundary and withdraw calmly. There is no need to over-explain yourself or apologize for setting a boundary. When I, first, when I was first learning to set boundaries, my concern was always this. How would I know if I'm being reasonable in this boundary? My coach at the time, I don't even know how she didn't laugh at me, but my coach at the time 
gave me this piece of advice. She said, think about it this way. If a person that you cared about and that you loved was bringing you this exact same request, would you believe it seemed reasonable of them to ask it of you? That helped me so much. I mean, when I put it through that filter, I'm like, wow, yeah, I would think it's reasonable. Usually. Now, maybe sometimes I did course correct, but it is a great, great test. Now, also, another little bit of wisdom that I learned from Rick has helped me in this area a lot. In 2005, I was having a difficult time with a very close friend. At some point in our relationship, I don't know why, but she started throwing subtle and not so subtle digs and insults my way. And it was happening a lot. Now, she was a close friend, and I I didn't want to jeopardize this friendship. However, I also knew that because of this behavior, the relationship was already in jeopardy. I was talking to Rick about it, and I said, "I'm, I'm so nervous because I don't know how she'll respond. And he said, when you take the authentic action for you, you get the right result, even if it's not the one you wanted. What that taught me is we don't control the outcome but we do control using our voice to ask for what we need. I hope that this has been helpful. I know that boundary setting comes up a lot in coaching sessions, and so I wanted to share this. I hope that it was helpful for you. So thank you for tuning in and for listening and for all of your support. I'm so grateful to you. I love you all so much. I hope that you have a fabulous week and that you continue to rise and thrive.